If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Good afternoon, Joe. We're going to stay kind of on the school theme because today with exams just around the corner and good luck to everybody with the exams. But you want to talk about dyslexia. I suppose start firstly with a definition of dyslexia, Joe. Well, I suppose um, a person who is having difficulty um, with, uh, with reading and writing, really, um, uh, you know, uh, difficulty reading, um, dislikes reading. Uh, the reading ability would not be in line with the chronological age. A person would be 16 and reading at level 10. Um, confuses letters, especially similar letters like B and D. Um, uh, does uh, they're called reversals. Comprehension, of course, would not be good because it's like reading just one word after another without kind of joining the thinking on it. So the person would avoid reading and writing where possible. Um, uh, and can have a problem with left and right. Um, uh, you know might be a bit confused and forgetting to bring the homework, etc. Yeah, the organised, the, organi- uh, the organisational skills are not great and somebody not with dyslexia. Not great. Yeah. And, and of course, all of that then would lead to maybe lower self-esteem. But the first thing I would love to point out would be that um, a high, very high percentage of dyslexic people are highly, highly intelligent. I mean, really intelligent. Um, for example, uh, Richard Branson is dyslexic, Henry Ford, dyslexic, um, inventors Thomas Edison, Albert Einstein, dyslexic, uh, athletes Muhammad Ali, actors and entertainers uh, Cher, Tom Cruise, Noel Gallagher, Susan Hampshire, uh, Robbie Williams, politicians Winston Churchill, writers Agatha Christie, William Butler Yeats. Wow, and for writers, that must have been really difficult at a time, particularly the ones you've named there, Agatha Christie and W.B. Yeats, at a time when dyslexia wasn't recognised. Yes, and Mm. and apparently 
um, William Butler Yeats's early uh, writing uh, of his poems, which, of course, he would be regarded as, uh, you know, a supreme poet, um, uh, w- would be nearly impossible to read. That's how it was died. That's how they discovered after uh, yeah. the William Butler Yeats had. Yeah. yeah, and it was the same with Agatha Christie when they found um, her notes. And today yeah. it's, I mean, certainly when I would have been in school in, in the 70s, I can look back and think of one person in particular who, you know, really struggled with uh, reading. And I now realised that girl was dyslexic, but of course it wasn't recognised. It's much more recognised today, isn't it? Absolutely. And, and uh, it's wonderful that it is. And uh, for example, I did many years in UCC um, doing student counselling uh, on College Road. And um, I would have met quite a, a lot, quite quite a lot of uh, students, say, doing um, masters and our PhDs, uh, really extremely intelligent people. But um, they would have called in to talk about difficulties they'd had in their previous schools um, because they had now been um, uh, assessed as being dyslexic. And there were... Uh, now, UCC was wonderful. There were all sorts of um, uh, support available. Um, You know, there could be a scribe. The person would speak and the scribe would write down what's being um, uh, said uh, in answer to questions on an exam paper, I presume. Yeah. And um, also the the use of maybe a laptop for getting stuff done um, uh, like that. And uh, I had a wonderful experience one night. Um, it was actually in Bantir. Uh, I was doing a talk for um, uh, kids um, uh, on um, self-esteem. And uh, when I do that, I always talk a bit about dyslexia because I'd be kind of aware that there could be someone out there um, uh, who, who would be dyslexic. And at the end of it, this little fella came up to me. It made my night. It was wonderful. And he said, Joe, he said, that was great. Because he said, I'm dyslexic. And I thought I was stupid. (laughs) And I I said, well, more than likely, you're probably the smartest guy in the room. And... um, yeah, yeah, and only o- only a couple of weeks ago, I spoke with uh, a lady by the name of uh, Rosie Bissett. She's the CEO of the Dyslexia Association of Ireland. Oh. And they launched a campaign earlier this month calling on the State Examination Commission for the Junior Cert and the Leaving Cert to introduce extra time for dyslexic students. And during yeah. the course of my interview with her, she was explaining that when young people go on to third level, they are given extra time and it's widely accepted. If you look at other countries, uh, extra time is given as standard uh, to to uh, to second level pupils. We give it in third level, but we don't give it in second level. So dyslexic students have to go in and sit junior junior cert exams and leaving cert exams, exams and they're not given the extra time. Whereas if you were in France, dyslexic students have, I think it's 33% extra time. Even in the UK, they get 25% extra time for their state exams. Like we really need to wake up and smell the roses and, and cut these kids a bit of slack. Absolutely, 120% which you there. Um, and uh, the, the thing is, you see, 
that um, uh, an assessment must be done. I was talking to a, a young boy about, um, oh, I don't know, a couple of years ago, and uh, he had been assessed, and he, you know, the principal was helping him to get the concessions for the exams. And um, he, he jokingly said to me, I wasn't quite dyslexic enough, apparently, yeah. because he didn't get the concessions. But the thing about it is that um, if I have a hole outside in the road, I can call it a pothole and you can call it a pothole. But if we're in court about it, uh, an engineer must declare that is a pothole. Yeah. Now, it's a bit the same with a lot of assessments that need to be done in Ireland. And um, uh, I, I do a screening test, for example, for dyslexia. Um, and that would be a first step, kind of. And uh, sometimes um, it would be clear that the person is dyslexic. But then they have to go to a specifically educational psychologist. And the, um, the assessment is written up. And then the Department of Education will accept that. But the problem is there's delays with those assessments. It's on. Believable. Yeah. It's very hard to find someone for a start, and it also is, unfortunately, um, very expensive. Mm. Um, but if one wants to have the um, the official uh, um, recognition and the um, concessions exam-wise that go with it, uh, that's the route that has to be taken. Now, uh, as we all know, educational psychologists do attend um, schools, I suppose, like a lot of things, there isn't enough of them there. But um, So maybe it can be done that way. Um, uh, that would be, um, the, the lady you spoke of there now a while ago would be well up in that. And anyone who'd want to further um, follow uh, what needs to be done, we'll say, or more information, as you mentioned, the Dyslexia Association of Ireland uh, would be the source of, of yeah, because I was—I mean, you can, as you say, there are many private and independent educational psychologists, but you just need to check that the school will recognise the assessment you get. But it can vary in price from five hundred and fifty euro to a thousand plus for the assessment, and that can be out of the reach for many families. Absolutely, you I know? mean that's going to make anyone think twice. Yeah, um, yeah. you know. It's very difficult. Uh, so it, it really is difficult. And the other one, when, you know, you, you were calling out the various indicators of, mm. you know, possible symptoms of, of dyslexia, mm. no child, your child might necessarily have all of them. Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, I don't think any child would tick all the boxes. But I mean, uh, in the initial assessment, um, what you'd basically be doing with initial, an, an initial screening assessment would be you would be comparing um, chronological age with reading age. And if there's a significant gap between the chronological age of the person, uh, I'm talking now about, say, teenagers, and the, um, uh, and the reading age, well, then you would suggest to the person that they seek out the, uh, we'll call it the official um, uh, assessment. Uh, and, and then uh, whatever... Whatever concessions exam-wise are going then, um, another thing that uh, the principal can seek them out, but another thing that um, arose, I remember quite some time ago, uh, was that um, 
these concessions uh, and this assessment needs to be done extremely early in the in the school year. Like the, there's no point in uh, well, there is a point, but um, it wouldn't be the best uh, to be um, getting it done. You know, we'll say now if somebody was listening, um, uh, well, uh, it would be it would be late now. Um, yeah, because yeah, we're coming to I the mean, end of the yeah. we're coming to the end of the school year, but it's something that you need to get on top of for September. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. But just be aware. I think it's. I think you know we just need an awareness around dyslexia. I think schools now are starting. Teachers are particularly good at uh, picking up on it, but parents as well. Uh, often it's the parent will notice. I know when people give out about homework. I don't know how many times I've heard from parents homework was great because it was while doing homework that they realised there was a bit of an issue with maybe a particular subject. Are in this case, the parent might have started getting suspicious about dyslexia by sitting with their child doing homework. Absolutely. Okay. And, you know, to look out for the signs, like, really is a very, very reluctant reader. Um, would avoid reading um, and writing if possible. Um, you know, things like that. Um, yeah, to ju- as you say it, Patricia, and you say it correctly, to just be aware. Yeah, somebody's saying uh, a number of adults today would have gone through the school system. Many of them may have been dyslexic and they are some of the adults who today have problems with reading and uh, writing. And absolutely, there was people dropped out of school thinking they were thick because they couldn't read and write properly and have struggled all through their lives with reading and writing. And then you go to something like the, the adult literacy group. I'm sure they've got statistics on the number of people that they meet as adults who were undiagnosed dyslexics. Ab- ab- absolutely. And when you think of the potential that could have been um, lost, um, I mean, uh, the first thing I think if a person says to me that they are dyslexic, the first notion that comes into my head is that they're probably highly intelligent. Yeah. And, um, and that kind of in it. a way makes it worse because yeah. one would be aware yeah. and one would be, you know, uh, cognizant of the fact that they had missed out uh, on, on, on a lot of things and so, on so many chances in life yeah okay got to wrap it up there Joe enjoy uh, the rest of this fine weather and we'll speak to you next Tuesday will indeed Patricia thanks for that bye bye Joe runs a counselling practice in practice in Bohabui his number is 086 When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.